Hey friends, welcome back to the Beauty in the Network podcast. It is your host, Jasmine Jones, and I am super excited about today's episode because we have my past client, Miss Samantha Dixon here with us, owner of Hello Darling Glam and a team owner. And I'm just so excited about today because today she's just going to be sharing with you um, her experience working with me, some of the things that she really learned how to master in my coaching program, which was actually called Bridal Beauty Business Accelerator, which has now actually been renamed Bridal Beauty Biz 360. And it got a little bit of a revamp since Samantha was in it. But Samantha is going to be talking a little bit about how she really ended up, you know, finding me online, what really led her to wanting to work with me and some of the things that she has incorporated into her business structure that has really helped this mama, you know, shorten her work weeks, really apply some new boundaries, some new structure into her business, and really ended up, you know, growing her new team. Um, when we started working together, she was a solo artist, and now she has a team of seven, I believe. So I'm going to stop running my mouth, and I am going to let you guys tune on in to today's episode so you can hear it from Samantha herself. So let's go ahead and dive on all right hello friends so i'm super excited about today because i am actually interviewing one of my past clients so we are here with my past client from earlier what january or february um this is miss samantha but i will let her introduce herself please let everybody know like who are you what do you do and what is your business Hi. Um, yeah, it was like, I think January or February, which feels like so long ago now. Um, so like you said, my name is Samantha. Um, I am the owner and lead artist of Hello Darling Glam in Iowa. We are an on-location beauty agency that specializes specifically in events, but more so weddings. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So can you tell everybody a little bit about how you actually got into having your own business? Because I remember you moved from a very fun location to a very non uh, busy location or just a very different scenery. I'll say that from where you were to Iowa. So can you tell us a little bit about your story of, you know, starting up your business and what it was like basically transitioning from a completely new state? Yeah. So I've done hair and makeup. I've been a licensed cosmetologist for like 13 or so years. And I started in Las Vegas and I worked um, for a salon doing cuts and colors that they also dabbled in weddings when it was like 10, 10, 10, 11, 11, 11, like all those really fun dates. Um, and so I was kind of thrown into it and that's where I learned to do makeup and learned to do everything. And I liked it, but I didn't like that environment. And so then I moved on to an agency where that's all we did was, um, go on location and do weddings and events, um, in Las Vegas. And as you can imagine, that's, it, it's, nonstop around the clock, Monday through Sunday. It, it, it doesn't sleep. Um, and then I'm from Iowa originally. And after having my son, my husband and I kind of just decided like it was time we wanted to move somewhere. And so we packed up in, um, 2018, fall of 2018. And we moved back to Des Moines. 
Um, and I had no intentions of doing hair and makeup. I was just going to be a stay at home mom and hang out and live the Midwest life. Um, but when I had my son's first birthday, we did photos, um, you know, like a smash cake and whatever. And the photographer had lurked my Facebook page and found, um, that I did hair and makeup. And she was like a senior, like milestone family photographer. And so she wanted an like in-house hair and makeup artist. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. Um, and from there I was like, well, if I'm going to stock my kit for this, I might as well stock my kit for like, and do something and make it worth it. And I started picking up weddings and I told my husband, I'm going to build a website and I'm going to do this because there's not, I feel like Iowa could benefit from it. And, um, I, I told him I'm going to do two weddings a month, just so that way I can get out of the house. I'm using my kit. It'll be fun. Um, and I'm not back to being, um, you know, taken away every weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, then Miss Rona happened and I felt bad because everybody was trying to get in and everybody was scrambling and there wasn't a lot of resources for people. And so I just took it all on. Um, <laughs> by the end of 2020, I was pretty much 50 to 60% booked for 2021. And it was just myself. And I don't know if you've ever been or seen a Midwest wedding, but it's everybody and their aunts and uncles and grandmas that is in the wedding party. Um, and it's definitely not something I could handle on my own. So I started realizing like, well, maybe I could turn this into an agency and, um, you know, kind of modeled after what, uh, the company that I loved working for in Las Vegas and see how it goes. That's, and th th here we are. <laughs> yes. I love that. And I just love how, you know, like our stories are a little bit similar. Like I never really thought about starting a team. It just kind of happened and it made sense for the direction that I was going into. So I absolutely love that. And you are freaking killing it right now. So I would love to know, so when you were kind of going through that transition, you were like, okay, I know that I definitely need to start a team. You know, this is definitely more than what I can handle and I need some other people to help me out. So where were you at in your business? What were your biggest challenges um, that you were going through in business that made you decide to join my program? So I was just at a point where I knew I wanted to offer an elevated experience to my guests. Um, I feel like no matter what your budget is, it is, it, it's a luxury service regardless. Weddings aren't something, they're not budget friendly really for anybody. I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's an added expense, you know, and yeah. it's a once in a lifetime milestone. And so I just, I really wanted to make sure that my clients were getting their value. Like it was something that they were going to, you know, not take for granted, not feel like they were taken for granted. I know it's very common in this industry of weddings for people to, you know, feel like, oh, you slap wedding on it and you can charge extra. And I didn't want to be just that. Um, mm -hmm. There's, it, in Iowa, there, there are people who specialize in weddings, but um, a lot of it is just ba basically people who, you know, work at salons and just happen to also enjoy doing updos or they're really good at it um, or makeup. And I wanted to show people that there's a difference in, in that versus um, somebody who 
like myself, where this is all I do. Um, could I do other things? Could we do other things? Yeah, but really our main focus is just weddings and, and offering that elevated experience. So knowing that that was my end goal and what I wanted to do, I knew I needed more than what I was doing. I was struggling to keep things um, organized and I was just having a really hard time with like, okay, I sent them a contract, but now I sent them you know, an invoice through Square, but now it doesn't show in their contract. And it was just so many moving parts. I needed a better system. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even know, I feel like it was just Instagram algorithm that you popped up. <laughs> um, I think I started following somebody, I think, I can never remember her name, but it's that makeup mentor podcast, but now she's changed her name to something else. You were mm-hmm. on there, I think. I started following you from there. Um, but I think all of that had kind of just shown up. Like, I think Instagram really just like kind of put that, put you guys in my feed. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, I started watching some of your lives and some of your things and everything you were saying was hitting. I remember sitting on the couch talking to my husband and being like, dude, everything she's saying is exactly what I feel like I need or where I'm struggling. And I'm like, and it's not just like, I really felt like you were talking to me. Mm -hmm. Um, even though it was just in your regular story and your regular feed and everything. And so then I reached out and that's where I was. Yes. Awesome. Well, I, I remember when we first connected and you, you basically kind of said the same thing. You were like, Hey, I feel like you're talking to me. Like you have the business model that I'm currently working towards. And that kind of goes into my next question. So what was the biggest thing about me or the way that I was showing up or the way that I was talking about, you know, my own experiences that made you like decide, you know, it? like I need to be in her program. Like, was there like a pivotal moment or like my personality or anything like that um I think yeah I think once because I I reached out and um once we had that initial kind of call where I had all these questions and they were totally like the wrong questions to have I was I was (laughs) jumping the gun for sure um and you were still just so like okay yeah I can help you with that however like this is what this is and 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 just really you weren't salesy or pushy um and it just felt very genuine and like you had said like you and I kind of come from a similar place in in our careers where it's not necessarily what we kind of ever thought we would see ourselves doing but here we are and um I really liked that because I thought like okay if you came from that same place and you mapped this out and it worked for you like what what can I do how can I make that work for me And that was the thing too, is that I felt like you always, you never said you have to do it this way. You just said, this is what has been proven to work for me or other people that I've worked with have found results in this. And so it was very, um, just genuine. Like you, you, you took the time to see where I was and what best techniques that you know, that would help me and not like you have to do it this way. You have to do here. You have to do this. Um, because I feel like, I mean, I don't know, I guess kind of what client you get, but, but for me, I feel like I've done this for so long, but I was on the opposite side of it. I'm not somebody new who had just started doing hair and makeup and just starting in my career. I've done this for 13 years and 
I knew I had the experience. I just didn't know how to um, like convey that to clients and put that into place, um, especially with the brand itself being so new. And um, yeah, I feel like you definitely took that into consideration and kind of um, customized your mm -hmm. plan to fit what I needed. Absolutely. I, and that's one thing that I always love to tell people because sometimes when you work with a different business coaches, they literally teach you how to make their business. It's like a duplicate version of them, but everybody's business is going to be customizable to their own lifestyle. Are you a mama? Do you have other responsibilities? Do you just want to do this seasonally or full time? So I absolutely love that you mentioned that because that's a huge thing that I love to tell people like nobody's business is supposed to look like everybody else's. So I absolutely love that. So for you, since you talked about all of the things that you were going through prior and kind of like what some of the things that I help you map out. So where, where's your business at right now? And what did the process look like to get to where you are now? Um, I just want to say one more thing too, before we move on is that I just realized you never, if I, if there was ever something that like I wanted, um, like whatever my problem was like, so for me personally, still to this day, I am not a morning person. Do I know that I should be waking up before my son and, um, you know, answering emails before he's awake. And that way, when he does wake up, I can make him breakfast and do things and, and be less stressed out. Absolutely. Am I going to do it? No. And you never made me feel bad about that. Um, you were always just so very, or you are just so very encouraging. And that was also very helpful and motivational for me because I knew as much as I didn't want to like let you down, I was like, okay, I'm doing this for me, but like Jasmine's got to be proud of me. Um, <laughs> I knew that you, I was never going to get like reprimanded because I did something different or I didn't like completely adhere to every step. Um, yeah. Yeah. But moving forward, um, where we're at now, <laughs> where we're at now, um, so uh, it's myself and seven others. Um, yeah, my goal for the end of the year, which we're barely, today's December 1st, like we're barely right. into it. Um, my goal for the end of the year, I think, was to have like four to six, I think. <laughs> I'd have to go back in my notes and look, but yeah, I think it was like four to six. So I, I have seven um, and then myself makes eight. Mm -hmm. We are actually getting ready to um, revamp my website. I've, I've hired a third party like brand person because I built my website myself. That was a big thing. And um, she's just going to update everything and make it look more cohesive and professional and, um, you know, update the like, about us kind of section. And we are getting ready to do company photos and headshots so that way we, we just look more cohesive. Um, I'm actually in the works of, um, I'm gonna add back in some other services outside of weddings. We're gonna start offering more for like photographers and boudoir and um, engagement sessions, all that kind of stuff. Um, but on the, back burner well it's not really back burner but like back side back end of things I'm currently starting to look into um like private label um to offer lipstick kits and skincare kits 
and um, like hair accessories on our website. So that way, if our if any of our marriers would like to have any of those beauty items or add on or something that they didn't think of, they have that. And it's kind of more exclusive because they found it through us. And I think it'd be really cool if, if like the lipstick that they chose, that they had an actual one to keep that was special to their day, special to our time together. And, you know, maybe they wear it for date night. Maybe they wear it for, you know, their anniversary or whatever. Um, I think that would be a really cool thing. And so it's just trying to grow and start focusing on other ways that I can be involved without actually going out and doing the weddings, because ultimately the end goal is to go back to two weddings a month for myself (laughs) to uphold that promise to my husband. (laughs) I love that. I love that. That is so exciting. And that is so true. And that's that's something that we incorporate into our own business model, um, but we do it a little bit more um, laid back. You are going the fancy way, and I love that. Um, we have like the little Amazon uh, like affiliates of like hair hairpins, accessories, you know, cute little things that they can get, you know, as they're going through their process. I always tell people like be the resource for your clients so they don't have to go through Etsy and you know Sephora and Mac when they can just get everything that they need right there from you because you are the professional and that also 10 times the experience like oh my gosh like Samantha's brand like y'all need to go with her team so I absolutely love that so much that's gonna be so fun I cannot wait to see whenever you come out with that because I might get me something off your website (laughs) I am like a lipstick junkie and like a lip gloss junkie so yeah so fun oh my god I'm excited for it it's it's a lot of work. Um, here's the thing. Let me honest, let me, let me just be completely frank. I, so, you know, the beginning of the year, you and I started working together and our time went what felt like so quickly. Um, and then I spent the rest of the year and busy season, just building on what, like nurturing or what I've learned from our time and implementing those things. And then I started looking at like November, December and I was like, oh my gosh, like we're slowing down. Mm-hmm. And so then I went into this like panic of like, well, what do I do now? And I had to take a step back and realize like, okay, last November, December, I was, you know, just starting my birth. Well, not just starting. No. Cause I had already been open. We're in 2021. Where I time in <laughs> mushes together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. No. Last year I was probably, it was probably around the time where I was looking at like starting to find you and starting to realize that I needed to implement a a better system and a better back end and all of that stuff. Um, And so I realized like, well, I don't, I don't really sat down and like, what's my further goal? Like what's next? And I literally had that thought. And then the next day I was like, cool, I'm going to do lipsticks and, and hair pieces. And so like very quickly that became my 2022 goal. And like, I'm trying to get it up and running before we get like busy. Um, I saw a couple other things, like one of the girls, so everybody that's with me, you know, is, is a freelancer and, and they, they all have their own, their own gig. And one of our girls is, um, like an at-home esthetician, like she has a home studio and, um, she has, we're going to put some of her skincare 
packages in with some of our stuff and just really kind of focusing on like nurturing the people that I have and, and helping them. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's where I am. I, I literally had nothing. And then uh, one day I was like, yep, that sounds good. Like, that's what we're, <laughs> that's what we're doing. So <laughs> absolutely, a lot more work than I thought. <laughs> it's all good. It'll come together we're in too far now. Yes. And I love that. And I think I remember you um, telling me about um, the, the esthetician um, and y'all were going to like do some partnering. So that is so amazing how like, you know, somebody else's talent and like merging you both together, like you both can be like a powerhouse resource for your client. So oh yeah, that, that's amazing. I love that. I she love was that. my very first, if you remember, she was the girl who very first I was like, okay, I had already talked to her about like, you know, commission and stuff. And I was like, but now that I'm putting this structure in place and now I need her to sign a contract and get my artist agreements and all of that. And I was so nervous. And she, she has been just a like godsend for lack of a better word. Like she's been amazing. And so I'm like, how can I help you? Like, what can I do? Like, and it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Like if people are coming to me or to us, my brand for, um, you know, they, they trust us with, their wedding day why wouldn't they trust us with pre pre-wedding stuff you know so absolutely absolutely community over competition always so absolutely that and I'm a makeup artist I am not an esthetician like there is a big difference like I get people all the time and they will ask me what what, my skin's a little oily like what about this and I'm like (laughs) I can make it look not oily and like keep you looking good for the night but like I don't know like you are hilarious girl. get a toner like it's so ridiculous <laughs> but it, I do I think I think it's a big difference and I definitely and that's my biggest thing and I, I definitely try and make that known throughout everything is that I I know what I know and I'm I'm not gonna sit here and pretend to to be something or know something that I don't so that is very much where I am <laughs> and that's the way to go that's the way to go so I have I have I think three more questions but they're super quick questions so I think you kind of hit on this a little bit but so throughout your time in the program was there a favorite part of the program that you absolutely loved or you were like oh my gosh this was like game changer like was there a moment for you um gosh I, I want to say yes, but at this point, like it's been such a blur of a year, like such a whirlwind. It has been I just, great. I think just just getting organized and how how to implement those things, like because <laughs> so much of my stuff is like, okay, it's up here. I know what I need to do. I know what I want to do, but then like the steps to actually take it from my brain and, and put it on paper and then like follow through with it and make it happen. Um, I think that's where I definitely struggled a little bit. And so the, the, I think that was like one of the first or second things was like writing down your, like your business, like model and like, what do you stand for? And what do you want to be known for? And like all those things, like I knew that, but I didn't, I don't know how to ever put that on paper. So that was definitely very helpful. It just kind of cleared everything up and put me on a direct path and and going back to this whole like it was the end of the year and I didn't know what was going on and I just sat down and I was like okay what do I want to do like how can I take our our experience and elevate it even more and 
there you go. And, and so then I took that and now I have it on paper and now I'm implementing it. And so by far that, that as a whole. Yeah. And, and that is a big, that is a big game changer. I remember one day I got a, a boxer from you. Um, boxer is just like a little like walkie talkie app. And I remember, I, I don't even remember what day it was, but you were like, Hey girl, I just wanted to pop in. I thought that I was going crazy. I thought that I was forgetting something, but I just, didn't have anything to do because all of my work got done and I was like okay yeah remember that and yes, I was like, because so <laughs> because for so long I wasn't writing things down and I wasn't being like you know organized and responsible for my for for my my stuff my myself and so I would I would sit there and I'm like I don't I feel like I'm doing something like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? And it was, it was nothing and that, you know what, that too, like making a set schedule. It's so easy as, as being self-employed to just not do anything. And so like making a schedule and that was, that's something that at the end of this year, I had to start doing again too, because on top of all these changes, my son is three and a half and he started preschool. And so he goes, um, he goes every day except for Wednesdays. And so I try and not do anything on Wednesdays. I try and keep it a free day so we can, you know, have fun. But I've yeah. had to change my schedule to like, you know, to 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 fit that. Um and when we were first starting, I didn't have like I just knew, okay, I wake up and I check emails. And you were like, okay, well what about what about when do you work on your website? Like what about this? Like what about that? And it was more of like time management and making sure it didn't consume your whole day. Um, I want to change my answer to this because, <laughs> because this is, this is definitely, I think what was my favorite is that I still to this day on my Google calendar have the schedule that I set for myself when we talked about this and, and setting those boundaries. Um, because I definitely, I didn't have that. I would just be like, okay, I have some free time and he's playing, he's occupied. So like, let me do this. And then I was being so overwhelmed because I, I didn't know like what, you know what I mean? Like I knew I needed things things that needed to be done, but I didn't know where to fit them in mm -hmm. versus, you know, I started setting aside, okay, Tuesdays I do, you know, every day I do my email correspondence, but Tuesdays I do like website work. Wednesdays I write a blog, Thursdays I post the blog, you know, and then just doing like quarterly, you know, going back and yes. checking up on everything quarterly and yearly and all of that. So now that uh, busy season is over, I had to recondition myself to doing that and so now on Tuesdays and Thursdays my son goes to my mom's after school so that way I have um because he goes to school in the afternoon so he gets dropped off at like lunchtime and then he's only there for like three hours but he by the time I get back home and get lunch and get settled I, it's time for me to turn around and leave and go fight the pickup line so I've set aside two days a week where my mom gets him from school and so that way I can continue to focus those afternoons on the admin work that I need to get done. Um, because obviously during busy season, that stuff had to be set aside. Yeah. It, and it makes so much sense. And, and when you have like, okay, this, these are the things that I need to be focusing on quarterly. These are some of the things that I might can put to the side for a little minute until I gain some time. And then when you do get back in the flow, it's not like, oh my gosh, where do I focus my time? It's like, no, this is what I need to focus on. These are the things that I need to get done in the next 90 days. So 
I, I, I love that. I love both of your answers. Both of your answers were good. <laughs> I liked both of your answers, yeah. but that is definitely something that a lot of people definitely struggle with. Like, especially if they have little ones, a lot of the people that follow me, they have little ones and they're like, I just don't know what to do. So take that advice that she just said when it comes to, you know, mapping out your days. And even if you have to take your little one to, you know, pre-K, the neighbor's house, a parent's house, let your partner take them to the park find that time to get things done. So I absolutely love that. Um, so my last two questions are, so when it comes to the level of support um, in the program, of course, we had our, our live calls and we had Voxer. Um, I don't think we did um, a lot of email communication. We were, we were very talkative. So we were just like voice chatting all day. But um, what would you say the level of um, support was as you were working through um, anything throughout the program? Oh, definitely. Um, very high level of support. I don't feel like there was ever a time where I had to wait. I feel like there were times where I would work on something at like 11 o'clock at night and then <laughs> I would have a question. So I would boxer you or Instagram DM you and I, I would have an answer by the morning because you're an early bird and I was not. And so it, it worked out. It worked out. I always felt bad because I'm like, I hope your phone is on silent at night because you're going to get all these buzz buzzes because I am notorious for triple texting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, it was good. I, it was, it was exactly what I expected um, for the package as a whole and, and the price point and everything that and all of that, I, I think it definitely was what was expected. And if not more. Yes. Well, I am so <laughs> glad. I am so glad that, yeah, like I, I'm definitely an early bird kind of person. I'm like, girl, you are fine. Like you're okay. <laughs> but yeah you always had great questions and whenever you had your questions you were like okay this is what I'm thinking this is already what I have done like let me know your feedback and it was never like hey what should I do here like you always came with you know a game plan that you already had and I kind of gave you my feedback and I always would say you know as a suggestion you can do whatever you want to do but here's what I would suggest and like you were always so like open and open-minded to like any kind of feedback that I gave so you're awesome you're so awesome so my last question for you is so now that you have an amazing team of now eight people including you and you're thinking about starting your own you know uh you know private label for your clients so that they can have some goodies for their big day what are your plans now moving forward in your business I know you said you already have some 2022 goals but what is the plan I know you're trying to go back to two days that you promised your hubby but aside from that what's the game plan <laughs> really just to just make ourselves more known and and um work on our cohesiveness as a unit um I definitely I definitely am focused on making sure all of my artists and stylists have the correct tools and everything so that way that the work matches the system and the experience um, and that we're continuously striving to be the wedding um, experts that we claim we are. Um, just always making sure that we're going forward bigger and better um, without, I mean, I, I think my ultimate goal is to just 
to have enough people where if they want to be busy every weekend, that's great, but also them knowing that that's an option and that if they want to, you know, not have to be busy every weekend, they want to just do, cause I mean, in Iowa, it basically is just weekends. Um, and so if they, if they only want to be busy two or three Saturdays a week, that's fine. Or Saturdays a month, that's fine. <laughs> it's not a big deal. And that there's other artists and that, um, you know, it's, it's okay. Um, I don't want them to ever be like burnt out or overworked. I want them to continue to have the passion and the joy for um, the wedding artistry and, and just seeing how special that is. Um, so really just focusing on what I've started and nurturing it. Um, but also, like I said, to, con to continue to expand at the same time. Um, Right now, we mainly are just in the Des Moines metro, and eventually, I would like to have some people in some other areas, so I wouldn't have to charge a travel rate for us to go from, you know, Des Moines to Cedar Rapids, or sometimes we get stuff for, like, the border of, like, Illinois, and um, if I could have people in those areas and, and kind of throughout Iowa, that would be great. Um, yeah, just just really nurturing what I've started. I love that. And one thing that I want to say before we close out here is, you know, anytime when I work privately with a client, I always have an application process because I want to know the personality, the drive, the purpose behind, you know, who it is that's going to be working with me. And one thing that's really big, especially if somebody wants to start a team is leadership. Leadership is so important and you just making sure that your artists are taken care of, they're getting the proper education and that your brand as a whole is cohesive. And it's not like a whole bunch of girls going out and doing some hair and makeup. And like, you really want it to be, you know, cohesive to your brand experience. And that's one thing that clients will definitely appreciate. They will definitely pay a premium for, and artists would be excited to work on your team. So I absolutely love one that you are like a powerhouse in your leadership role your brand is doing amazing things like you're doing a damn thing and so many other things like you are literally rocking it out but aside from that thank you so much for being here with me so we can run our mouths and you know catch up hit chat and all of the things but before I hop off do you have anything that you want to say to the people about, you know, working with me or any tips or I don't know, any words of wisdom that you would like to say before uh, we hop off? Um, I think definitely, first of all, just thank you for having me. Um, anytime I get to talk is a great time being, you know, mainly being a stay at home mom. I'm in a house <laughs> with a toddler talking about Paw Patrol and he's really into <laughs> Super Mario now. So like that's the whole thing. Um, so <laughs> my three, my three and a half year old is already pretty fluent in playing Super Mario on the Wii. And that's like a, a proud accomplishment of mine. But anyways, um, no, just thank you for having me, but also thank you for giving me the confidence to grow and to do these things because really I never had, like I said, I've done this for 13 years and for the longest time. And that's just an estimate. I really have no clue. I've lost count, honestly, but I 
never from the get-go first of all I never wanted to be a cosmetologist um my mom signed me up and I you know felt like I owed it to my parents because they were paying cash for me to go to school and I didn't want to be a spoiled brat and so I was like okay whatever my dog um, and so I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. And so then I did, and then I was like, okay, well, I'll just work in a salon. It's fine, whatever. And then I, it, I didn't like it. And so then I started doing the weddings. And when I was doing weddings, I knew people used to tell me all the time, like, yeah, you should, you should do this. You should open your own. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like I've heard from the people that I worked with. I mean, when I worked for that salon that, that also did weddings where I learned to do weddings and learned makeup. I was miserable and they were miserable and the whole system and process, I mean, throw it in the garbage. Like I just a whole no shade, but like, it's just not, no. And so it literally put a bad taste in my mouth and I never wanted to, I never wanted to, I had zero interest in being that person that was in charge of communicating and payments and dealing with the headaches that came with it. But really what I realized now and through your program is just that it wasn't, it wasn't that that was bad. It was bad. It was poor management. It was poor. They didn't have a system in place. They didn't have those things. And so that's where, you know, the misery came from, but you know, when you do it and you do it the right way and you, and you really care about it, it's completely different. Um, and I would have never, I think, realized that or tried to reach as far as I have if it weren't for my time with you and just seeing how everything has unfolded based on taking, for me at the point in where I was, a risk. I mean, the, the, the investment that your course was, was pretty much the, the amount I had made thus far in my journey of being like, okay, I've already paid for my website. I've paid for my domain. I've, I've paid for all of this, but like, it was still just myself. And I only had a few bookings at the time. Um, and I, the funds really weren't there, but I knew that if I didn't make the investment, I wouldn't be where I am. And so if you're thinking about taking that risk, and this is long-winded, I'm sorry, but if, if you're thinking about taking that risk and you're not sure and you're on the fence, definitely try it. You know what I mean? Try it, give it a good, you know, do a consultation call, have the meeting, see how you feel. Because my husband thought like I was crazy. He was, because, you know, listen, let's be real. A lot of times you can feel business coaches can be kind of scammy. It's not, okay. well, number one, it's one of those things where you only get uh, out of it, what you put into it. So if you're not putting in that effort and that implement implementing those things and, and being hard on yourself, you're not going to get those results that somebody else got because somebody else was like two times more dedicated. So it was, it, 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 at the time it was a risk. And for me, it had a very high reward because it, you know, it unfolded this whole operation that I never really kind of thought I was ever going to do. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. And I did not pay her to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 
It's so true. And it's like, you know, when you align yourself with the proper people, like the vision of what you thought you wanted, it expands so much farther than what you actually thought that you wanted to build. You're like, wait a minute, now I want to do this. And now I want to implement that. So I absolutely love that so much. Thank you so much for being here. You are a treat. I'm so glad that my audience got to finally meet you because I'm always talking about you in my stories. Like, <laughs> It's killing it, y'all. But um, I'm so glad um, I'm going to go ahead and in this interview, but I will leave um, in the show notes if you want to um, follow Sammy over on her page give her some love, give her some comments for the Instagram algorithm, all of the things. Um, and you guys can connect with her there if you want to connect with her. Um, let me go ahead. Wow. And Hey friend, did you enjoy today's episode and you're probably wondering, how can I shift my current Bright Obedi solo business or new team business into a more sustainable, profitable one that is also pandemic proof? If you are thinking that, I suggest you check out the link in today's show notes and actually apply for Bridal Beauty Business 360 to see if you are accepted because the waitlist is now open. Now, Bridal Beauty Business 360 is all about helping you shift into a hybrid Bridal Beauty business model where you offer premium in-person services and virtual services so that you have a 100% pandemic-proof business and one that allows you to work less while making more income. So if you are looking for some guidance in growing your business in a more sustainable way, utilize the link in today's show notes and apply now. If you are on the waitlist and you do get accepted, you get $500 off of the program. If you're accepted, you get a private free training on four steps to a scalable Bright Beauty business model, two of my favorite email templates to utilize in your automated backend system, and a audit for your Instagram, Facebook, and your website so that your platforms start to act as a booking funnel for you so that you show up less, but your platforms work for you 24-7. Go ahead and utilize the link in the show notes now. Bye, friend.